Show. Hi, this is Rachel. And this is Natalie. And we are the Insta Mamas. We are sisters with a podcast and we talk about everything from faith, healthy, clean living, adoption, foster care, motherhood, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Natalie. And this is Rachel. And we are the Insta Mamas. And we are recording in our minivan right now. And we have had a crazy couple of weeks. We had we had a death in our family, and we've been really struggling. Um, and we were traveling, and so we have not been able to record a podcast. And so we've just been like trying to find time to just fit it into our schedule. And uh, so here we are in the minivan recording because one of the kids fell asleep while we were driving back from a hike. So and the other one we bribed with food, so she's snacking. So if you hear the crumpling of a don't worry a root vegetable chip bag yeah so um it's a healthy so anyways today's topic um we wanted to talk about something kind of lighthearted. i guess if you can even call it that um but money someone asked a bunch of people when we asked what topics we should do for 2021 people asked about money how to budget how to be on a budget how to how do you eat healthy on a budget we just got that question a lot yeah and we are by no means experts, mm-hmm. but Rachel and I have both, we're both spenders and oh, we yes. are both married to savers and we've had to learn a lot of lessons. And this past year has been very humbling for me because it has been a year of working my way out of debt. Um, when before, as people know, my husband and I were separated for a year and one of the things of us coming back together is I realized I needed to value paying off debt more than having stuff. So I really just became a minimalist. I got rid of internet. I got rid of our TV. I got rid of so many things. And I said, I'm going to live. And your life has been horrible, right? Oh my goodness. Actually, the crazy thing, my life has been so freeing. Like the more stuff I had, the more heavier I felt and the more in chains I felt. But just getting rid of all that stuff felt so freeing and yeah my daughter has toys and we have books and puzzles but even that we just we just don't hold on to things for example she has this beautiful wooden kitchen that is all like pink and white and the perfect wooden kitchen and I think I loved it more than she does but she never played with it so I talked to my husband and I said let's just let's give it away you know and so we put it on the Facebook marketplace and it's just that thing did you just, sell it yeah, I sold it, but I sold you it for... You said you gave it away. Oh, well, I mean, we put it up on the Facebook <laughs> You meant to, like, sell it so someone yeah. else could, like, could but have life from it. we sold it for really cheap. I think we sold it for, like, 20 bucks, and it was worth a lot more than that. But then it was able to bless somebody else, and then I got a coffee money out of it, so... Yeah, and we're not, like, saying, like, budgeting is hard, because it's hard, because I'm... I, you know, especially when I went to become a stay-at-home mom... We had to change our values around money because this is what I've learned because we, tr- we were trying to get this episode ready and we're like, let's have all these statistics and all these like practical ways people can save money and like have 10 ways to save money. And I'm like, and we're like 10 ways to save money, but it's really not 10 ways to save money. There's no secret formula. It's figuring out what your values are because money is not about money, especially in this country. Like it's about values because mm-hmm. this is what drives me crazy. We have people in this country that are saying, I can't afford this. I can't afford this. I can't afford this. And I'm not trying to like 
downplay people, especially during this pandemic. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people had to go on unemployment. A lot of people had to get creative, but and there are single moms who don't get child support yeah, or any assistance from the state. I was one of them. I made just enough money that I couldn't get any help with child care. But then... Not enough money to have, like, good child care. Yeah. And you were lucky you worked at a place. But that was what... That's that kind of luck. But then also, like, you... So you make it work. You had to be creative. So you had a limited amount of places you could work. Because mm-hmm. you had to work at a place where you could also bring your child. And mm-hmm. so... I mean, that's, that's a thing, but we have to look at our values. And so when my husband and I decided that we value me staying home, we had to change our lifestyle completely. Mm -hmm. We went from two incomes, two pretty decent incomes to one. And we've been blessed and God has blessed us. But like a lot of it, we've had to say, do we really care about this? Do we care about this in this season? And Mm -hmm. what we believe as Christians is that like kind of the main thing is we aren't supposed to have debt. Yeah. I know it's like, it's very normal in our culture to have debt. You, you just live debt to debt to debt. And we're Mm -hmm. not trying to like say, oh, you're bad if you have debt because I have student loans. I have a mortgage. Like I have debt. Well, and I have been in a place where I got to the point where I had racked up multiple, multiple credit cards and now this year have been paying them off and we're And it wasn't done. like you were going and buying Gucci purses or something. You were using it to like buy groceries and gas mm-hmm. because I was at one of those points where, oh, we don't make enough money. But the problem is we were living above our means. And that's the biggest way is you got to really find out where are my means at. The B word budget. Yes. That's what's hard because, okay, I kind of jumped the gun starting with debt. But budget. Before you do anything else, you have to have a budget. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. It's kind of like, you know, I was thinking about this. It's like losing weight. When you start to lose weight, you have to get on the scale. You have to pay the piper. You have to have an accurate, like, where you are at with your health. And it's the same with money. When you first start getting out of debt or, like, going for your money goals... You have to line up all your debts. You have to line up everything you make, everything you spend. And you have to face it. Like, you do have to face it. And it can be scary because I was the same way. Don't you think it's shameful? It is shameful because a single mom and and it's not like, okay, I can never do anything nice or fun for myself. No. But kids, you can shop at Goodwill for them. There is no shame in buying things secondhand. Um, for example, right now... I really want to get a shoe rack for all the shoes in my house and it's driving me nuts. And can I afford to buy a shoe rack right now? And yes, I can afford to buy a shoe rack, but we have some immediate goals that we are trying to save for. So right now I have to weigh, do I want this or do I want this shoe rack? Because so we're trying to like change our, I'm we're trying changing to, our mindset. Instead of saying I, I can't afford that saying I'm choosing not to afford that. Right yes. Now. And finding things. And I feel like too, is we always want to entertain our children. So we always want to be doing the most expensive things for them. For example, like going to jump time, that costs like 12 bucks every time you go. That's like the indoor trampoline park. Yeah, and it's super fun, and we go every once in a while. But you know what? You we went Instead, we went to Jump Creek today, and we had tons of fun, and it was outdoors, and it was a nice hike, and we, we spent We just paid $0. for the gas. But here's the hard thing about Jump Time, or jump, <laughs> jump Creek instead of Jump Time. At Jump Time, we can just let our kids run and be free. 
at Jump Creek, we had to like help them get up and help them get down. But then also there's times and place. So we have cold winters. So jump time, getting a pass, like a three month pass where you can go as many times as you want in the winter is golden. That makes sense for us. See, like, and that, but I have to value, okay, maybe I don't go out and get an espresso coffee once a week because I want my kid to be able to go to jump time. Mm-hmm. It's like a choice I have to make because we made a choice in our marriage that we would not go into debt mm-hmm. to buy things that we could not afford. So, I mean, it's not like we, but, but this, when we decided that we already had student loans and a car payment and we had medical debt it wasn't like we came into the marriage with no debt but then once we made that decision from then on we had to have that ethos and i don't know for us personally we think a mortgage like a home is a different kind of debt and we we try to pay our mortgage off as quickly as possible but we're like we're not going to save up cash for a house that's just and it's the same with college i had a friend in college who didn't get to go till she was 30 because she worked she worked and worked and worked and then she paid for cash for college for cash and i wish i had known things now that then that i know now i wouldn't have taken as many loans i might have made it take a little bit longer to spread it out so i could pay it more in cash but i mean you don't know what you don't know mm-hmm. and my my degree has been invaluable to me i was able to be a teacher for five years and save up retirement and pay down my student loans a lot but they're still we're still paying them down we paid off a car we paid off our medical debt we paid off my husband's student loans and we um paid down i don't know where we are with our mortgage but we paid quite a bit down so our last like non-mortgage debt is my student loans and i know some people even don't even see student loans as like a real debt we see it that way but um and i'm not waiting on congress to forgive it but what i'm saying is we have to choose what we value and Mm -hmm. if you value your child not driving you crazy in the winter because they need to get out and do stuff and be moving around then you have to find in the budget somewhere else that has to go but the problem we see with people is first of all they don't know how much money they spend a month Mm -hmm. and they don't choose one thing over the other they choose all of it And that's like, that's, I'm not just talking about the budget. We do this with food. We do this. I was thinking how close budgeting and like eating right is so similar. Well, and I even noticed, so when we just went through a loss in our family, you know, and we are grieving and I noticed that my emotional eating started to become out of control and then my spending all of a sudden started to become out of control and I had to stop and pray and be like Lord I need help with this I need help with sticking to my budget and I need help with the eating because when I'm sad when I'm upset I go to those two things so they are very closely related I think when you let one thing in your life kind of fall off the rails you have another thing in your life go off but the rails. i also think self-discipline begets self-discipline like mm-hmm. when i started to get more disciplined with my eating my spending was in more control yeah. and so it's it's definitely like because this is hard we are both spenders we like experiences we like things we grew up with really great vacations we grew up with really great experiences mm-hmm. it's, it's our parents didn't buy us a lot of stuff like I mean, we had nice things and we always had like nice furniture and nice houses. And, but that was the other thing is like our mom grew up kind of poor. And so she really valued us having brand new clothes. And so, um, she always wanted us to have brand new clothes. Okay. So we're out of the van now. (laughs) 
this is just our life right now. We are, I'm, I'm learning like even in our, our grief to just like, you have to keep living life. Right. Mm -hmm. And however you need to do that, it's in a healthy way. You just got to do it. So So you might hear kids noises in the background. Cause as soon as, while we were trying to record in the van, of course, one kid wakes up and the other one's like, I have to go potty. And we're like, Okay, that's just life. So now we're back at Natalie's house, and we're just going to try and do this. So let's jump back in. We had already talked about, for us, when we were trying to plan this this episode, we wanted to do 10 things that, like, will help you save money and 10 ways moms can be frugal. But it's like, you can't save money and make your money goals happen if you don't know what your values are, if you don't know how you spend your money. So we can say, you know, we're, we will have some tips thrown in like Rachel was talking about um, changing your kids' mindset about buying things pre-owned I think that was something like growing up and it's not a bad thing but I think our mom grew up kind of poor and so she wanted us always to have brand new things and she worked very hard for that and she was always finding sales and she can like find coupons and sales and deals that you wouldn't even believe but for me personally especially with like my sustainability stuff for me I'm trying to buy less fast fashion I'm trying to buy more quality things I'm trying to buy used things more or I buy fabric and have my mother-in-law make stuff for me which is not everyone does that that. (laughs) yeah like all a lot of uh, our daughter's clothes are actually made by my mother-in-law and I buy nice high quality fabric and then she I know she makes amazing stuff. stuff but yeah even for me I go to Goodwill for my own clothes. I go to Ross a lot too. But when you go to Goodwill, just for example, we've been looking for a table. We got rid of our old table because it was pretty much falling apart, which we got second hand. If you followed Rachel's lives at the time, you would have seen the most hilarious story of us trying to get this (laughs) stupid table to fit in a van and then spiders crawling all over us that were on the table. And then trying to get it in my apartment and then realizing that we forgot the screws in the van, which was my mom's van, and she had already driven back to Spokane. So then it just sat in my <laughs> kitchen without legs. And at the time, I was the a single mom. The tail of the table. Yeah, and at the time, I was a single mom. But even now that we've come back together and we do have two incomes, we are using we are paying off our debt. So a lot of our income goes to our debt so that I get to have the privilege of eventually staying home with my daughter. That's important to me. Because that's a value you have. So let's let's back up. Well, I was. what do I wanted to say about that with the table is so right now there's no table oh, yeah. in our kitchen and we're eating at our daughter's little frozen table. And so we're still having our family meals together. But it's like, oh, I need a table, so I better run and go buy one right now. Do we have the money to put towards the table right now? Yeah, we do. But instead, we want to use that money to continue to pay off debt. That's the value to us. So instead, we're searching on the marketplace, going to Goodwill, and we know that God's going to provide a good secondhand table that will be sturdy and last us. And you make fun of me for spending three months obsessing about a couch (laughs) and finding it in budget and everything, but... But At least yeah. you had a couch to sit on for three months. <laughs> like, you weren't like, oh, there's no table in here. <laughs> I know. It was, I wanted to get rid of our old couches, but, and I saved and planned. And, but let's, let's, let's rewind all the way back, because I think we're kind of getting a, ahead of ourselves. Before you can ever start to think about money, you have to know what your values are. And how you figure out your values is by making a budget. So if you've ever heard the Bible story, the Bible verse, um, where you're, 
treasure is, your heart will be there also. Mm. And I used to not understand it, but now I really do. If if it's my value and my treasure that everything in my house is brand new and up to scratch and I care more about what people think, that's that's my treasure. My treasure is in money. If I if my treasure is in outwardly things or spending money or going into debt to look like I make a bunch of money, you know, or if I work 80 hours a week to make money so that I can have things, money itself is not evil. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's another Bible verse that people misquote all the time. It's the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money. Everyone's like, money is the root of all evil. True Christians are poor. I don't believe that. I think God gives us abundance. He wants us to live an abundant life. Well, Abraham was very wealthy. Yeah. Every time he like dissed someone they gave him a bunch of cows and sent him on his way you know what i'm saying (laughs) so i think you got to sit down and make a budget and what my husband and i personally use is something called every dollar and um if you guys like what we're talking about today i would probably check out dave ramsey i know he's like a curse word in some people's homes we don't follow his plan like a hundred percent but we have a lot of the same values that he has because his values come from the bible Mm -hmm. and some people think he's harsh or whatever you're whatever but I use his budgeting app called every dollar and um, he that is such a loud chair sorry that was the chair I promise but he we use every dollar but you could use a pen and paper but basically the idea is every single dollar you spend every single month has to be accounted for is accounted for and with banking online and all it's so easy Yeah, one thing my husband and I do, and I actually started this as a single mom because I had to stick to a budget. I didn't have credit cards. And I, because I had all that credit card debt, I couldn't get a credit card anymore. And so one thing, I am more of a visual person. I don't like using apps. They overwhelm me a little bit. I'm not a very techie person. Natalie's very techie. She knows how to do all the behind scenes stuff in her um, podcasts and everything. But well, my husband is a computer programmer, so anything I don't know how to do, he does. So, <laughs> so what I did was I took a couple months of bank statements and just went to my bank and said, hey, can I get a printed out version of the last couple months of my bank statement so I could get a real accurate reading of what my budget was. And then I went through and I highlighted all the things that weren't absolutely necessary. Like you do have to go to the grocery store. You do have to buy your kids those new pair of shoes if they outgrown them. Those are things that are a need. But I put all the things like, you know, how many times I went through the coffee stand. or And then I took that and I realized, okay. You're like, oh, it usually is kind of, it's kind of like when you weigh yourself for the first time after you've been eating badly. You're like, oh my goodness, I spent that much money on Starbucks in one month. Like that's, and it's kind of shameful. Yeah. But then if the, if you have the money to do that and you feel like, like say you just are like, I work really hard and my Starbucks is my thing that keeps me going. That is your value. But then it got down to my newest value is I want to live in my means I want to pay off my credit card debt, so I'm going to get real strict about my budget. So I cut out, for example, I had streaming of Disney+, Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime. I had all four of those. Which costs like as much as just having a cable bill. Yeah, so (laughs) I said, okay. So at first I was like, okay, which one would I value the most? You know, I can have one streaming service. So I got all rid of all the rest, and I just had Disney+. Plus. And I was like, okay, I'm good with Disney Plus, $7.99 a month, you know. But then even after that, I'm saying, where can I cut back? 
So I cut back Disney Plus, and then I also cut back Apple Music. I cut back, and you can get streaming services for free for music on Spotify or YouTube. And yeah, you have to listen to the ads, or maybe it's something you pay for the Hulu Premium so you don't have to listen to ads. It's like, okay, you can have an extra five minutes of ads on a 20-minute thing you watch. Because the extra money you spend you might be like oh it's only a few dollars extra a month here it's only a few dollars extra a month but in the big scheme of things those can go to other things but it's not just a few extra dollars here a few when i was a single mom this is how much money i had this is how much money i could spend but when i'd be like oh this lipstick is only two dollars i'm gonna buy it because it's on clearance or this is on clearance but then all of a sudden those things add up to quite a bit and i used to have the habit where i'd look at my bank account oh, I have $10 so I can buy this $5 cup of coffee. But then what are you going to do when an unexpected expense comes out? Now, my tire went flat and I needed a new tire. I had the money in my account to go get a new tire. And that felt so freeing, which before everything else like that would just credit card, credit card, credit card, credit card. To the point where you couldn't literally get any more credit cards because you'd mm-hmm. maxed it all out. Yeah. When here's the thing. I, I started learning to budget as a very young adult. Our college offered a... Um, our college youth group offered a Survey's talking to us. Offered a um, a class on it, and at first I was like, oh, I'm gonna hate it. I'm a free spirit. I like to just be spontaneous, mm-hmm. and I was not like, I was a pretty frugal college student. I wasn't using my student loans to go buy new cars or live. You know, I I remember one year I I shared a house with six girls so that I only had to pay $167 a month for rent and it was fun and it was cheap and we were like eating top ramen and my values were different then because all I was focused on was getting a college degree that was why I was there mm-hmm. I wasn't there to have I mean I had fun and obviously it was one of some of the best years of my life too but um I thought I would hate making a budget because I'm a free spirit and I'm a spender and I don't want anyone telling me what to do. But the first time I wrote everything down, it was freeing because every month was like, I was at the 29th of the month and I was so stressed and I was just like, how am I going to pay this? And I would like have to borrow money off my roommates or my parents. Mm -hmm. And it was never a lot of money. It was always like 20 bucks here and I'd always pay them back as soon as I got paid again. But I was like, why... Am I living like a king on payday and then like a pauper two weeks later? Yeah. And I wanted to change that cycle. And then I married a man who is a saver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he saw the amount of you. debt that we, he was marrying into. And he married me anyway, so he must have really loved me. But um, I, and I just didn't even know about student debt. Like, I just didn't, but he did all the right things. He, he went to, I mean, right things, what is right, but he went to community college before he went to university, and he worked every summer to pay for stuff, and he did a really good job, but at the end of the day, like, we are in it together fighting our debt, and so before we could do anything, we had to, like, pay the piper. We had to make a budget, and he doesn't, even though he's the, like, the, the saver, he doesn't sit me down and say, you're such a bad person because you spend money. I'm going to tell a story, and literally... We do our budget every, and then we we don't do it as much. We used to sit down every single month and do the budget 100%. But now we we just check in on it every couple of months, make sure we're on track. But we looked one month, and I could not find one transaction that he had done. He literally went an entire month without spending one dollar. 
he did not buy any gas. He was working from home at the time. <laughs> like, he did not buy gas. He did not, I mean, obviously, I'm, like, the stay-at-home mom, so I do all the grocery shopping and the clothes shopping. And But I'm, like, literally, you went an entire month without spending a single dollar. Like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. So, but the, the budget sets you free because you say, oh, and you don't say, I can't afford that coffee. You're saying, I'm choosing not to afford that coffee because I want to save up to adopt a child or I want to save up to buy a new car or I... Or well, and I, I want to have a nice retirement or whatever it is. I love coffee, so my I coffee. Keep bringing that up a lot <laughs> because I think that's what we spend our money on, like the well, coffee. Well, that's that's a thing that's really easy to cut. I mean, it's not easy to cut out, but it's an easy thing because it's like, it's a really easy thing that adds up really fast and can be very expensive and can be kind of addicting if you don't. Well, speaking from like the point of view, because we had a single mom that did specifically ask us to do an episode on budgeting as a single mom, the best way. If you need that coffee, but I, I know you don't need it, but I know when you're like doing things on your own and life is really stressful and hard and you're working, that morning coffee really does sometimes help. And so for me, it's I'd sell stuff on Facebook Marketplace. If your kid grows out of some clothes, like, hey, here's a bundle of clothes for $5. That gets you your coffee for the day, you know? Um, and it's a pain. Like, it is a pain to sell stuff, especially depending on where you live. But yeah, but I mean, that comes out that doesn't come out of your budget and it doesn't come out of any bills and you're it's like having extra or say I want to take my kid to the movies. I want to have this experience this weekend. So go through their toys and find some things that they literally don't touch or play with and get rid of it because you don't need it and then hey, you got 20 bucks from the Facebook Marketplace. Now you can go take your kid to the movie. You know, and so it's just it's you change, like Natalie said, changing your mindset, but also when she's talking about you have to face. So if you're a single mom that says, I pay $1,200 a month for daycare for Maybe my that's two half kids, your expenses. and you make two, two grand a month. Because even like if without a college degree or anything, two, about $2,000 is an average monthly. You, if you're living on minimum wage, it's around that much. So say if that's all you, the only job you can get right now because you have no skills, you're a single mom. Like some women find themselves and men these situations that they can't control. So why don't you take a hard look and say if my rent is twelve hundred dollars a month, childcare is this much. You know what? You find a roommate. I'm sorry, I know it's so nice to live on your own and it's nice to be independent, but if you literally are struggling to pay rent, get a roommate. That's the thing. When you were looking at, when you became a single mom, like renting a room out of a family's house. Yeah, because the rent was so high. What I got was the Lord. Like, that's all I can explain it. I found an apartment that I could afford in my means, but I had to work all the time and I missed my daughter, even though she did get to come to work with me. But like if someone asked for an extra shift to be covered, you didn't have the option to say no. Yeah. Or, you know, we'd have these when it was Christmas break, our boss would put on like summer camps or Christmas camps, you know, and I would work them even though it would be nice to get a break. But I would work them because I needed to have that sustainable income. But then on top of that, just selling stuff here and there. Um, But really... Wasn't that part of the value? You realized that you valued things a lot less than you thought you did. Yes. And not even, and what I realized too, getting rid of all those TV streaming services and even getting rid of the TV and even not having internet, like, do you really 100% need to have internet? Especially smartphones when you can get a phone plan with like 
unlimited, unlimited data. You know, you can get lots of those. And when you're not having the streaming services, you don't need to use that as much. And so guess what? TV time is replaced sitting down with my daughter, reading books with her, um, playing games. And so when we got rid of those kind of distractions and didn't have them in the house, then it was freeing. But you do have to... And if you're living in a place where daycare is so high and you can't get a job for more than $12, $13, maybe it's time to look at moving to another place. And yes, moving is expensive too. Moving, i that's a hard thing too. I hear a lot of people are like, they. I'm like, if you're really in a situation where it's dire, it might be time to move closer to family that can maybe step up and help you. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, that's what's hard in a lot of times in our entitlement, like, culture and I'm not saying single moms are entitled at all hopefully that's not coming across because it's really easy for me on my like married with for a good amount of time two incomes um and now just one but it it's really easy to say oh it's you know I hope I don't sound lofty but like there were times when like you have to consider is moving closer to family to help take care of the kids is it worth the cost-benefit analysis? And even when we did the cost-benefit analysis of, like, me working, we're like, okay, we're going to pay a nanny, like, so much for me to have a job. And then it's like, and that's a choice we're able to make because I have a husband, you know. And so, like, these, it's so hard as a single mom. I don't even know how you make some of those choices. But like you said, you have to make some value judgments. And if you're like, okay, I really care about spending time with my child and so I'm going to work really hard and then when I'm not at work I'm going to work really hard to be with my child mm -hmm. I'm not going to veg on Netflix for five hours when I get home from work I'm I'm going to take her to the park I'm going to do all the free stuff because that's all I have and that's really hard because you were probably exhausted when you came home from work yeah but that's what your kids remember like us going on hikes together and the hikes don't cost a thing you know and then during the warmer weather we bike everywhere I would even bike to the grocery store and so that'd save us money on gas and so we just found little ways and it you'd be surprised how little ways but I know the biggest thing with budgeting is the daycare the child care cost and babysitting is so expensive so maybe even like creative ways uh, what's so cool that like so many things are online now but like, a thing our church does is we have, like, kind of like a, I don't know what you'd call it, but, I don't know, a sitter exchange where, mm -hmm. like, we do play dates, and I'll watch my kid, my friend's two kids, she'll drop them off so she can go grocery shopping, or she can have a date with her husband, or she can just have time for herself, and then a week later, she takes mine and does the same thing, and we don't pay each other, mm -hmm. we just have an exchange where, oh, I'll watch your kid two hours, you watch mine, and sometimes it doesn't always equal the same you know what I'm saying sometimes I do more and she does more and there was a season before I had kids where I was watching people's kids and I said you'll make it up to me someday you know when well, you watch my kid for me now mm -hmm. and I mean you you pay me to do mm -hmm. that because that's another thing with family is you think about it like obviously I'm not going to charge you what a daycare charges per hour but like it's also not fair to just have someone in your family watch your kid full time without paying them yeah that's basically saying you think their time is valueless mm -hmm. and of course I'm not going to be like charging you $25 an hour or anything like I'm gonna give you a very good discount because I would do it for free you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying and you would do it for free for my child too mm -hmm. and so like that's what's hard with money is it's not money it's a value and once you have a budget 
it takes about three months to even get it right because the first month you're like i'm gonna spend twenty dollars a week on groceries <laughs> yeah that, that is the thing and that's another thing with rachel Knight's value we value high quality food and so mm -hmm. we probably spend more a month because there's this like this dave ramsey thing rice and beans eat rice and beans yeah we're not we gonna know. eat rice and beans like we value our health and we value our money but at this point in our health journey, we can't skimp on food. And so it's going to cost more. We have to find it somewhere else in the but budget. But there, there is also no shame in going to a food bank. You know if you say, well, if I go to a food bank, I take away from people who need it. That is not the case, actually. If you go to a food bank, you know, and you can wait. A lot of uh, people who believe in sustainability and... They don't, don't even need it money-wise. Yeah, they just are using that because at the end of the day with the food bank, when they get all the stuff from the grocery stores, like they'll get fresh stuff from grocery stores donated that the grocery stores can't sell. But then at the end of the day, the food bank has to throw all that away. So they throw like hundreds of thousands of pounds of food away. Like they give away a lot of food, but they also throw away a lot of food. Mm -hmm. So say your food bank is open from 12 to four, go at 3.30 and go when it's the end of the day and you'll get like the pick of the leftovers but that helps with your grocery bill and there's your kids's lunches for the week because they'll give you like bread to make sandwiches and peanut butter you know they'll give you milk you know <laughs> so yeah and I think during the pandemic too there were a lot of churches that were doing like um they were doing cooperatives with farmers because farmers were having produce that they couldn't sell because they didn't have like there was like a lot of things in the supply chain that were messed up because mm -hmm. of closures yeah closed and, factories and, and so they had food and they like we need to get this food to people and so mm -hmm. there were hundreds of people getting these these vegetable food boxes and it's it is kind of like um there's a stigma to it mm -hmm. but the thing is it's kind of the same with like buying used clothes like there's a stigma to buying things used but it's like it's better for the environment there's so many things that are better and then to just even help your budget. Mm -hmm. And then here's the thing. Okay, Natalie and I don't drink because of our own personal Religious beliefs and health and reasons. Health reasons it's just, but don't get me started. Alcohol is expensive, ladies and gentlemen. And soda. I'm sorry. Alcohol is so expensive. I know soda doesn't seem expensive because like a two liter is like, what, a dollar or something mm -hmm. like that? But it adds up because... It become especially like diet sodas and stuff become very addictive, and obviously mm -hmm. alcohol is like three times, four times more expensive yeah. than soda. But like even just going on a girls' night with your friends, like hey, we're gonna go on a girls' night, you'll drop thirty, forty dollars on alcohol easily. I, if you say no, I don't do that. I'll just buy one drink, one drink at seven or eight dollars, and then you want to tip the bartender. I mean, so the other thing is how are you valuing your money how are you valuing your time if you're hanging out with a group of friends that that's all they want to do and that's where they're at in their life that's on them but if you value getting out of debt and being able to stick to a budget when your friends call and say hey let's girl let's go out let's go party it may be time to say no i'm a mom like that's yeah, not that's my life thing anymore too it's like when you're a mom and maybe some of your friends aren't and they don't understand that your values have to change and if you're a single mom i know we've been talking about single moms a lot you don't have a choice because you have to be everything and yeah. so and it's hard because single moms need a night out more than anyone else but maybe like today we went on a hike and it was free and we packed a lunch and we like 
went and we had fun and it was so yeah, it was so much and fun we got and to it was talk so freeing. and we got to take our kids with us and it would be really fun to go on a hike without them too someday mm-hmm. um but i just the idea of sitting in a bar to me and drinking just sounds so not fun because like you can't hear the person you know even yeah and i know i'm not trying to sound elitist or like on a high horse or judgmental and say no but honestly if you are a mom like that it's time to say goodbye to that lifestyle. I know people would be like, oh, mom should be able to go out and have, if you want to plan a girl's weekend where you don't have your kids and that be a once every like six month thing, you know, but if it's a habit of you to have friends constantly calling you, let's go out, just get a babysitter and you're feeling pressured to spend money on drinks, spend money going out, spend money. Um, even if you have good friends, have an honest conversation with them. Say, hey, I'm choosing not to spend my money on this. Because I'm trying to crawl myself out of debt, or I'm trying to make a better life for my kids, or I'm trying to save money for school, or, you know. And that's hard because that's a mindset I came from, whereas if I had $10 in the bank account and something cost $9, I had it. Mm-hmm. And I even had that mindset where it's like, oh, I have overdraft protection. If I go over $5 and then I get paid tomorrow, it won't matter because I have 24-hour I mean, yeah, it, overdraft you, protection. Isn't that crazy? Like, I the idea that I can overdraft my bank account because I have overdraft protection is crazy. It took a long time for me to change my mindset to not think that way. Mm-hmm. I could technically afford to overdraft my bank account, but I couldn't because it always catches up with yeah. you. It's it's like cheating with a cupcake. I can mm-hmm. I can eat a cupcake, and it's not going to kill me. But if I eat a cupcake even once a week or every day for a couple months, I'm going to gain weight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's the same thing with debt. And with and we in our culture, it's just so normal to spend money you don't have. Well, and it's expected. It's all, like you were talking about that mindset too. What I've noticed too, it's so easy to swipe a debit card. Like, okay, I think I have $25 in my bank account. Swipe, swipe, swipe. But if you pay for everything in cash, you know exactly how much money you have and how much money is accounted for. So if you take out, oh, I'm going to spend, we spend about $150 on groceries a month. And I know that's high, but we... 150 a month? I mean, 150 a week. I was like, okay, girl, because you're eating rice and beans. <laughs> yeah, 150 a week. I'm a like, that's week. what we spend for three yes. people. And then we don't eat out very rarely, maybe once a month. We'll run through like Taco Bell, and there's seasons too. And then we go out to too. eat for like for anniversaries and yeah. birthdays. It's a special thing. We hardly ever. I, I actually in our eight years of marriage, I don't think we've ever ordered a pizza. <laughs> well, okay, so Natalie's more. I'm a little bit less My extreme, but. Uh, and we go through seasons too. Like there'll be a time where I've been working extra hours and I'm just tired, and so I'll just say, "Yeah, honey, just." grab something and bring it home but we even have been trying to be more frugal on that too just because that adds, adds up when if, you do your budget and you see how much you spend at taco bell or not taco bell but whatever it is like yeah panda even if it's eating you will be a little upset with yourself yeah i mean but so when you go home and you learn to cook and the the thing too is it's your time so if you come home and you don't have netflix or all those streaming and i'm not saying any of those are bad because a lot of people are older and their kids love it and but if you don't have an hour and a half that you spend at the end of the night watching tv then you do have time to write down your budget what you're going to cook that week 
And sometimes I'll even look at the calendar and be like, oh, I was going to have meatloaf tonight and I really don't feel like meatloaf. But that's what's in my fridge is the stuff to make meatloaf. So that's what I'm going to do. It's just part of that discipline. And then there's times where I can switch it around. Well, I'm making zoodle Alfredo on Friday, meatloaf on Thursday. I'll switch them around and eat the Alfredo on Thursday. You know what I mean? So you can work it that way. Or like, oh, I made way too much lasagna. So I guess we're having that leftovers, you know. Yeah. When I, like, even, like, tray bakes, like, lasagna and enchiladas and things like that, whenever I make them, they're really messy to make. So I make, like, three or four batches and freeze two of them. Yeah. We eat one, freeze a couple. And then on days where I'm just, like, I feel sick or I, I feel terrible or we've been going through kind of a really difficult time. And God bless the people in our church brought meals and it was really good. But we ran out of, the, like, meals they made and I was, like... I still didn't feel like a, I was in a place in my grief where I could, like, cook and plan and think. That was the hardest thing. And and um, But I had all these frozen meals. So we pulled out a lasagna and we pulled out some enchiladas. And we had food to eat. And it was such a blessing that my my former two months ago self did that. And then you got, you got to eat them within mm-hmm. six months. But, yeah. you know, you go through a season where we're eating a lot of freezer meals. And, um, like, freezer meals that I made because... That's another thing is like it's so hard because convenience is expensive in lots of ways. Convenience mm-hmm. is costly with money. It's also costly with your health. Mm-hmm. So even me home making a lasagna is so much better for my family than me going and buying one in the freezer section because it's going to have all these extra preservatives and extra stuff that it doesn't need mm-hmm. and added sugars. And I mean, you look at the ingredients on these frozen pre-made meals and you're like, whoa. But it is, it is more effort for me to make four or five lasagnas when I have all the stuff out. Mm-hmm. But I love myself a month later when I'm so yeah. busy and don't well, want to Well, and then it kind of becomes a fun thing with my daughter and I. You can get a bunch of uh, cookbooks at the library. And she likes to go through so them. Okay. And then start on the library yeah, and saving money. Yeah, we can't go a podcast without mentioning the library and she likes to tab all the recipes we have I think she just likes to do the sticky notes I'm like oh I want to do this one I want to do this one and then we plan our meals and what I like to do to save money so say you're having lasagna one night and so you have red sauce buy the big big can because it's cheaper to buy the big can of red sauce they have sugar-free ones Mm -hmm. that don't don't have any added sugar and then the next night make enchilada soup so you have to use that in your soup. So what I like to do is buy around the same ingredients for the same thing so I can make a couple meals out of them. So I don't just buy a bag of mozzarella cheese and then it just sits for a couple weeks because I don't have anything else to eat it with. You know what I mean? Well, before we get, I do want to do some just like what are things we do for money saving tips because I think that'd be fun to talk about to end the episode. But I want to talk the whole heart of this episode and sorry it's been disjointed and kids in the background and all kinds of stuff. That's kind of our life right now, yeah, really. Yeah, it really is. Disjointed and kids in the background. But mm-hmm. um, value. And I hope we didn't come off harsh. But you have to decide what your value is. You have to go back. You have to make your own budget. You have to be the grown-up. Because we could decide in this season of life, okay, we don't value diet and exercise and later in our life, we're going to pay for it in medical bills, in being sick and not. Mm-hmm. So it's the same with money. We could say, oh, I don't I don't need to worry about retirement because I'm, you know, in my 30s. Um, but I'm going to really kick myself when I'm in my 70s and I'm still having to work. You know what I'm saying? So as hard as it is to do the hard work now, it's you have to decide what you value. And maybe you don't value um 
Maybe you like things more than you like experiences. Maybe you do value sitting down at a restaurant and someone serving you because you work so hard during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing That wrong. is okay. You just need to know every week I spend $50 eating out. And you need to decide that. You can't get at the end of the week and have spent $75 and then say, oh, I guess we spend $75 eating out. No, you decide on Monday that you're going to spend 75 or 50 It doesn't matter the actual amount. Mm-hmm. And then you decide where you're not going to spend that. Mm-hmm. So if I spent $50 on eating out, then I'm not going to spend $50 on entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I love you. buying clothes. And when I lose weight, I have to buy new clothes. And I love it. But I have to decide, okay, am I going to buy a couple really nice pieces that are going to last for a long time? Or am I going to buy some maybe like thrift store stuff because I know I'm going to lose more weight and I'm just going to have it for a season and maybe I don't love the clothes as much you know it's all decisions and I just don't want to get to the end of the month and my daughter needs something and I don't have it because I was not a grown-up and I didn't plan it at the beginning of the month and that even going with kids don't you think we love to spoil our kids Mm -hmm. so I see that every time you go to this grocery store some people will be like oh I buy my kid a balloon every time we go to the grocery store because it's only a dollar but then it's like well it's so much more than a dollar because what are you teaching your kid every time I go to the grocery store I'm entitled to this balloon or you know my daughter loves shoes so every time we go she's like I want these shoes and I want these shoes but I tell her oh Sorry, we're not. We're not. We're choosing not to have our other sister today. says she say she says put it on your Christmas list. Yeah, <laughs> I love that idea. But then also teaching them to be content with the things they have. Mm-hmm. Like we're getting a new pair of shoes because your old ones are worn out. Yeah, and so we are going to get a new one because these ones, these ones served you so well how many places did you go in these shoes and they brought you so much joy mm-hmm. now it's time for them to be play to- play shoes and we're gonna get you another nice pair of shoes but we're like, used by someone else like when we go through her clothes she'll get upset and be like why are you giving me my clothes i'm like because you're growing so big and so now somebody else can enjoy these but don't worry we're gonna go and so but then somebody else gives us clothes i'll be like see how their daughter gave us clothes because she grew out of them that's what we do for each other and it's wonderful because it's this like it's a mindset where we use the things we have we enjoy the things we have and we we love them but then when it's time to move on we don't love them more than you know we don't have a love for money we have a love for our life Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and i value experiences we value obviously international adoption which is very expensive and so we have to make a lot of choices people are like and I talked to another adoptive couple. People kind of made fun of them for the house they were living in. It was kind of a little, an older house that was kind of smaller. And it was very full. And they said, well, you guys can afford a bigger house. And they're like, yeah, but then we couldn't afford another adoption. Yeah. And can you really put a price on a child that you're adopting? No, mm-hmm. you literally can't. There's no amount of money I wouldn't spend to get my baby home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, but... In the same thing, I sometimes get in a mindset where I'm like, oh, we need a bigger house. We need, And I say the word need, which is a very strong. We could do a whole episode on need versus one. But I'm like, no, we don't. We have a 21-year-old car, and it runs, and it does great. And it's going to run until it doesn't run. And we have a 30-year-old truck, and we have a, gosh, even that car is like almost 10 years old. None of our cars are new, but they're all paid for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so um, we just have to... Well, even 
lose so that's a way to save money is love the things you have my husband and i were talking about date nights how we go on consistent date nights and you have to pay a babysitter and then we try to just do something cheap like (laughs) talk about coffee so much go grab a cup of coffee and walk around the park or sometimes it'll just be going on a hike and but i mean we still have to pay a babysitter but so we spend the money when we go on dates to do that and one of his friends was like well we just don't have 40 50 60 bucks a month to spend on date nights and yet his friend would buy the latest video game that comes up and those are around 50 bucks sometimes they're like 70 and any new gaming system that comes out they update their gaming system and now that's something they value they all play it together as a family they have teenagers so they enjoy it with their teenagers so to me i'm like okay well that's what they value but they value that more than having consistent date nights but it's not okay for them to say we can't afford it because they can. They just choose not to. Yeah. And I love that. that cha- And I'm trying to change my my speaking about stuff and say, no, I'm choosing not to afford that. That is something I'm choosing not mm-hmm. to afford right now because we could afford a lot more if I had a job. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously we'd have to pay for childcare and there'd be. But I am, my husband values me as a stay at home mom. I love it and it's also really hard. Like, having a job is easier in some way. Not easier, but it's sometimes nice to have a job where you get, like, validation and a paycheck. Whereas with a stay-at-home mom, you don't always get that. And you have to you have mm-hmm. to be reminded of your own value because there's no monetary value. I mean, there's tons of monetary value mm-hmm. if you add it all up. But but it's, like, it's all about mindset. So let's and just... And discipline. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, of is I think with so many things, we want the quick... Like, even a lot of those get-rich-quick schemes that Lose they weight have, fast. And we always want the quickest results. But it's like, no, it's discipline over time, and you're not going to be perfect. And there's things that are going to set, like a family member dies, and you have to buy a plane ticket and then spend the money when you're down there like we just went through. That was an expense we were not prepared for, but the Lord provided for us. And we weren't in a point where we had to put it on a credit card. You know, we were able to pull from our budget. But we had to... We had to go without other things that month because we made that happen. And then, obviously, we believe after you're out of debt to start having an emergency fund for things that happen. But use your money to get out of debt first, and that's the goal we're in right now. Yeah. But um, but it is. It's discipline. It's a lot Over of discipline. Time. And like life does weight. happen. And you aren't always perfect. Like, mm-hmm. you could be doing really good on your budget and mess up. But you can't kill yourself. you got to keep going. So what are just some, like really fun whilst we end up here um ways that you save money i know couponing is kind of unrealistic nowadays but there are a lot of apps and stuff that do automatic coupons um i like clipping coupons and they don't really save me that much money but i also do surveys i know this is really weird if you're a stay-at-home mom but maybe has a little bit more time but Mm -hmm. less money you can do surveys online um i use what app is it swag bucks and they love that our de- age demographic. They want to know what we spend our money on, and it's funny. But um, and then it takes me like a month or two, and I'll get like a fifteen dollar gift certificate, and I'll go buy coffee with it. Mm-hmm. And so that's just one thing you can do. Um, the library. Don't ever buy media ever again. Don't buy a book. Don't yeah. buy a DVD. Don't buy anything. Rent it from the library. Wait a month to get the new Disney movie. You'll just have to watch it later. You know, um, we have the library up on our phones, and I can read all kinds of books on my phone. And audiobooks. The library mm-hmm. has audiobooks. Yeah, so 
don't pay for anything. Don't feel like, and also another thing is don't feel like you have to have the newest thing right when it's out. So you're like, oh, I want to read the new Nicholas Sparks novel. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. of. <laughs> I haven't read one of those in like 15 years. But like you don't have to go buy it. Put a, at, put a hold on it at the library. Wait a month or two. Get it. And then read it. Yeah, we do live in a very impulsive society. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing I like to do is I actually shop at a store called Winco because it's very, very cheap. I will go to grocery. But they don't take credit cards. So no, that's one of the don't. ways they keep costs down is they only take debit yeah. and cash. So then you're not tempted to pay with a credit card mm -hmm. either if you only shop there. And you have to bag your own groceries. It's, it, it's like a lot of bulk stuff and it's a lot of like do it yourself, but it makes it a lot cheaper and it's a really great company. Yeah. It will and they treat their employees really well is what I'm told from research on it. And, and I people go people I know that work there. Yeah. And I do go to grocery outlet about once a month to get the health food stuff that normally well how much were those collagen bars? Like these chocolate collagen bars from Primal Kitchen, which are super spendy. So they were I think they were eleven dollars for a big box and they, they if you went to like Whole Foods it would have been like twenty five bucks for that yeah. same box. So you can get stuff for pretty cheap and I don't usually buy fresh produce or meat from there because it's like close to expiration date. But I definitely buy bulk snacks you know like a big giant thing a pirate booty for 9.99 you know but one thing that i do that i really enjoy is to know how much i'm gonna spend before i go to the grocery store is the walmart app you know how you can you can use the walmart app to put everything in your grocery cart and do the walmart pickup but i don't I just put everything in my grocery cart to see how much I'm going to spend plus tax. And that's your shopping list. But that's my shopping list. And then I have a really clear idea of how much I'm going to spend. And so say I'm putting stuff in my car and putting it and I get past my budget. Then I have to go back and look through the cart and be like, okay, what can I take out? But then I actually go to Winco and I'm way below budget because the food is cheaper at Winco than it is at Walmart. One, Rachel is working right now, so she has less time and maybe a little bit more money Whereas I have less money and more time because I'm a stay-at-home mom. So I sometimes go to two or three grocery stores. I have like a really specific diet because of my health concerns. Mm -hmm. And so I always go to grocery outlet first, but they're kind of hit or miss because they, they aren't like a normal grocery store. They only, they get like the leftover, like what they couldn't sell at like Whole Foods or whatever. So it's a lot cheaper, but they don't always have what I need. Oh, yeah, so I go there first to try to get it the cheapest, then I go to a second store, and sometimes I even have to go to a third store to get all the things I need. But I make a list, I know what we're gonna eat that week, and that's what we eat, and it's mm -hmm. hard sometimes. Well, and sticking to the list. And then I also pull out cash. Yeah. So I'm counting what's in my cart when I, cause if I go over, I have to put something back, and it's really embarrassing. <laughs> so I, I- It's so funny, I don't get embarrassed anymore. I'm like, well, put down, put back the collagen bars. I went over my budget, <laughs> and I think somebody working at a grocery store can totally relate to that, you know. But so yeah, library. But you're not going to be deprived. You're not. It's not the end of the world. You're not going to die. You know what I mean? You're going to survive. Well, and then back to the library. I really wanted to get a printer. You know, we're going through an adoption. There's like 50 documents we have to print, and with my sister, with not my sister, with my daughter's like special needs, there's some like paperwork we're always having to do to get her different services and stuff. And I was like, let's just get a printer. Like, but then we added up all the costs of having a printer, and it was like, we'll just go to the library. Library is right next to our house, so I can almost walk there. But I was like, you know what? You can. I can actually. I can ride my bike, <laughs> save even more time. But um. 
it's way cheaper for me. It's a pain. I have to go to the library, go in, put my little card number in. Wear your mask. Wear my mask, and if it slides even slightly down my nose at all, I will get yelled at by the librarian. <laughs> and then the computer slow and the, the printer jams, but I'm not having to buy ink every month. I'm not having to buy paper. And how many pages do you get for free at first? You get three pages free. And it's just other ways, like we were talking about, go do a free thing. I know it's hard in the winter, but like take a walk, go to the park. You pay for that with your taxes, use it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then, you know, do a movie night where you rent something from the library and for free and watch it with popcorn you pop at home. Or even they have the library kits. Oh yeah, they have these amazing kits that you can buy. You can get like um, they African even have American a baking history kit. month kit. You can get like kits about different countries. You you can buy kits um uh, not buy kits, but you a baking kit like Rachel was saying. So like just little things that can like entertainment does not have to be this expensive thing. And your kids don't need a ton of entertainment. They just need time you, you and time. And that's the most that's the most invaluable thing on the planet is time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just, um, yeah, and we hope, we're not trying to come off as high and mighty or this is how you do things because we are not perfect with our budget. There's th- times where we go over and, but then we pay for it later. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I can't afford to, well, I choose not to afford to do this because I went over my budget here. So, yeah. Yeah, and so um, time is money, money's time. So we're going to wrap this up. And if you guys have any more questions or ideas, please, when we post this, please tell us what you do to save money because we're mm-hmm. not like experts on this. And um, we'll put it in the show notes, but the Dave Ramsey Network has like infinite amount of resources on money and <laughs> and your what, you know, even how to make more money. We didn't talk about that at all, but like, I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but if you are struggling to make ends meet, it might be time to think about a career change or, you know, going back to school, which is even more expensive. So it's like, it's just, there's so much that we didn't, we couldn't even touch on in this hour. Yeah. But it starts so, with where your values at. Where do your values lie? Where your treasure is, your heart will be there also. And that is so convicting and so good. So, um, DM us on Instagram, um, Instamamas Nat and Rach on Facebook as well, Instamamas19 at gmail.com. We'll have all this in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening.